The reading is from St. Paul's fourth letter to the Philippians, starting to read at verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. May I speak in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our theme today is thanking God daily. And I think we can all agree that it is nice to be thanked. When I was little, I can remember being sat down by my parents and made to write thank you cards and letters. And I used to do that with my daughter too. Uh, I remember sending an, uh, a letter of thanks for a Christmas present to um, an older auntie and it resulted in a very long correspondence who, because she then wrote to me saying, thank you, Ruth, for your thank you letter. And I then wrote back to her saying, thank you for your thank you letter, thanking me. And it went on and on for quite a while. Um, but it was a thank you letter and that was what was important. Sometimes it is difficult to be thankful if our circumstances or our personal life and so on aren't going so well. Being thankful to God sometimes doesn't come easily. But this is precisely what Paul is telling us to do in, in this part of his letter to the Philippians. The Bible that I use um, introduces this uh, epistle by calling it Paul's joy letter. And indeed it is. It is a letter full of joy because despite being in prison, Paul tells these Christians why they should be joyful and thankful at all times. In the opening verses, he says, I thank my God every time I remember you. And he says he is constantly praying with joy. What a great example this is from Paul. Always be joyful and thankful, no matter what the circumstances. In the Old Testament, Psalm 9 tells us that we should give thanks to the Lord with our whole heart and sing praise to his name. So let's just unpick this a little. What exactly are we thanking God for? Not in any particular order. First of all, we should be thankful for the material things that God has given to us. During the Holy Communion service, we're reminded that all things come from you and of your own we give you. There isn't anything that we possess that hasn't come in some way from God. In the Old Testament, King David says, All that is in the heavens and the earth is yours. Riches and honour come from you, and you rule over all. And now, our God, we give thanks to you and praise your glorious name. We thank God daily 
but everything that he has given to us in the knowledge that these things are only temporary and they fade away, but the God rules over all things permanently and eternally. And then we should thank God for the people in our lives. Apologies for the old photograph. Um, it, 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 it's, it's very fuzzy, but some of you may recognize yourselves on that, but that's one of our nativity plays in St. Anne's um, from a, a few years ago. In his letter to the Corinthians, Paul says, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given to you. We're told in Acts that he was on his way to Rome and Paul was met by some believers. And on seeing them, Paul thanked God and took courage. How appropriate in this difficult time of lockdown, of further restrictions in our own city, of social distancing, of not being able to hug each other, that we should be reminded to thank God for other people. Thank God that at least we can meet with our close family, but also pray for those who haven't been able to, isolated in their own homes, in hospitals, in care homes. Thank God that we have an opportunity to meet together on a Sunday in times such as we are living through at the moment. It is easy to be discouraged but thank God for our fellowship here this morning. And then take it a bit further. One of the positive things I can take out of the last few months is that I actually got to know my neighbours. I've got a backyard, it's got a high wall, and my next door neighbours are a, a young couple. We ended up standing on chairs and talking to each other over the yard wall, and I would never have talked to them like that. It was a whole new experience. So thank God daily for all of the people in your life and we shouldn't forget to thank God when things aren't going well it's easy to ask where is God when our lives aren't all sunlight and joy and happiness even Jesus on the cross asked my God why have you forsaken me that sentence comes from Psalm 22 and the whole of that section says my God my God why have you forsaken me why are you so far from helping me? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but find no rest. And I think we can all say, yes, I can see that. I can identify with that. Why has God let this horrible thing happen to me? But then the psalm continues, yet you are holy, in you our ancestors trusted. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were saved. And then towards the end of the psalm, from you comes my praise in the great congregation. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. We're reminded here that even when it seems that God hasn't heard us, he has. The Jews left slavery in Egypt after hundreds of years, convinced that God hadn't heard their cries, but he had. When they were in exile many years later, devastated to be away from their temple, their homes, their communities, separated from their families, God said to them, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. When things aren't going well, we have to still thank God that he is there watching and caring for us even when life is hard. 
And of course, we should be thankful to God daily for the gift of his salvation through Jesus. In his second letter to the Corinthians, Paul describes this as an indescribable gift. How can we thank God enough for this? Well, obviously through prayer, through saying thank you, but also through our daily lives. We should make sure that our witness to others, our care and concern for others, are also outward and visible ways in which our thanks for salvation can be seen. The Apostle James, in his epistle, which isn't always the most popular of, of, of epistles, says, What good is it, brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but no works? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, eat your fill and keep warm, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, What's the good of that? Our salvation is God's gift to us, and our thankfulness should be in giving practically to those who need material as well as spiritual things. It's not enough just to say thank you to God for what we have. We should be prepared to share it as well. The very last words that Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew are, remember I am with you always to the end of the age. And so we should be thankful that God is always with us. Jesus was present physically with his disciples until he ascended into heaven. But here, he promises that he is with us spiritually and that he will never leave us. Give thanks to God daily for his continued presence with us. Give thanks to God for those things that are obvious, for a day like today, for a beautiful sunrise, for a stunning sunset, for a new baby, for success at work, for continued friendships. Give thanks for what others mean to you now or have meant to you in the past. Give thanks for things that aren't obvious, for people in the background that keep, thing, keep things moving and working, for scientists working to find a cure for deadly diseases such as cancer or the current pandemic, for aid workers in remote communities, for those things we might just take for granted. Our thanks to God for what he has done for us and will do should be constant. Psalm 91 says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. Paul tells the Philippians that whatever is true, honourable, just, pure, pleasing, commendable, and excellent is worthy of praise. He tells us to try to have these things in our minds because with these we know that our lives themselves will be a daily thanksgiving to God because from the things in our minds come our actions. And he finishes, rejoice in the Lord always and again I will say rejoice. Paul is joyful because he knows that God is always with him. If you aren't joyful, then maybe we need to look at things from a different perspective. And on a personal note, I'm thankful that since March 1995, I've been able to serve as a reader here at St Anne's. And when I was licensed in the cathedral, this was, uh, my godfather gave me a copy of this Bible, the Life Application Bible. And it's a really, really good Bible. It's helped me with every single sermon that I've written since then. 
Um, it, it comes with a little commentary on each page about how you can apply, as the title says, those words to your daily life. But in the front, my, my godfather, my Uncle Phil, also wrote, may God richly bless your endeavours on behalf of his kingdom. And I hope that I've tried to do that and will continue to do that, and that should be all of our calling, to bless our endeavours on behalf of God's kingdom. And then he, underneath he wrote Numbers 6, verses 24 to 26. So I looked them up, and underneath I wrote this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance to you and give you peace. And it seems appropriate to conclude with those words. Amen and thank you.